Were you hearing me? No. Were you not hearing me at all? No. Oh, I was such and saying such great stuff. I doubt it. It's so good. Okay, say that thing you were saying before. I said start recording because it's going to be gold right off the bat. And obviously that is the case. We are on fire once again. Welcome to Toss Passage. Toss Passage, Toss Passage. Review it all you want, star reviewers. Pip and Doug or Scott and Jeff. What happened to Scott and Jeff? They're definitely not buried in a basement. Toss Passage, Toss Passage. The one star podcast with Scott and Jeff is not the best. Doug, it is showtime. Ready to go? One star reviews. One star reviews. We're reading one star reviews. Yeah, the new theme song. That was a Die Dr. Pepper talking. I'm sorry. Uh, so I'm working on Ancient Aliens. Dude, are you serious? Yeah. And that's, a, that's amazing. That I is spent, an amazing show. I spent more time today looking for reviews than working on Ancient Aliens. <laughs> Dude, I am psyched about this. Can I help you ghostwrite for ancient aliens? An ancient 2,000-year-old computer found in the shipwreck of a... <laughs> how, do they, how have they come up with this many stories? That's a one-episode thing. It's amazing. Anyway, let's start the podcast. Okay, so I like I said, I, this, this is going to be a subpar performance from me, I think. Okay, so get good. ready, everybody. Like I said, I didn't do much research, so I, instead I started drinking. So yeah, good idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm working with right here. I uh, I'm drinking uh my this today is today's my brother's birthday, my brother Eric's oh. birthday. So I'm drinking his favorite drink. Do you know what that is? Um, uh, slam dunk Ernest. It's close. It's it's the it's a it's a red wine mixed with Mountain Dew. That sounds terrible. Yeah, and he calls it the he called it the extreme spritzer. <laughs> and I've had about four of them, and they're pretty good. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying this fourth one a lot. All right. Uh, yeah. So I'll look up uh, some one star reviews of the extreme spritzer. One uh, also a one star review for loved ones dying. Yes, I'd like to give that a we, one star review. Yeah, we could both get on board. Something a lot of people have dealt with, and uh, not a great one, experience. One star. Yeah, definitely one star. Fam family members dying. I agree. Don't care for it. No, no. So it's a uh, it's definitely a strange day for a strange podcast. <laughs> I'm Art Bell, and I'm here with Doug Perkins. <laughs> anyway, Doug, when I got this email the other day from a friend I had talked to in a long time, right? And uh, in the email, he didn't refer to the podcast at all. So I'm thinking he's playing it cool, right? Not wanting yeah. to let me know how big of a fan he is, you know? Mm -hmm. So of course, he's obviously way into it. I, yeah, I don't you know. should I, send him a bunch of merch. He obviously yeah, so, wants it. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I guess it's kind of like they say, they say the the more people that don't talk about something, the bigger it probably is, right? Yeah, well, yeah, we've gotten to that point. Like people are obviously uh, scared to talk to us about the podcast just because they're nervous you know yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Uh, just like i would be if you know i ever ran into oh james marsden sure sure, sure. i would be uh, very nervous yeah to go up and talk to him because he's a huge star he's very talented sure and sure. uh 
and it's the same with us. So yeah, everyone in the world is just nervous. I think you're right. And I mean, we should say though, that we do not want to be left alone. Quit leaving us alone. Everybody, <laughs> we want you to come up to us and tell us how much you love the podcast. Yeah, we know you're scared. Yeah. No, we know you're scared. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. we're all scared. Being a human being is not easy. <laughs> we're all terrified. <laughs> okay, Doc, let's let's get into the show, huh? This is yeah. uh, the first segment of our uh, award-winning show. It's called uh, "What You Got," where I ask Doug what he's got. Doug, take it away. What you got? Okay. Uh, I got some reviews for some local, a local restaurant called McDonald's. Okay. Great. Um, you know, I, w- I was sort of like, I was looking on Yelp and for reviews of different restaurants and things. And I feel like the people on Yelp are more entitled. Okay. Um, and because here's the reason why is like this one McDonald's on Yelp got one star. Yeah. It's the one on Vermont and like Melrose. Okay. And uh, on Google reviews, it gets four stars. Huh? Yeah. Which is huh. very, very strange to me. I think both I reviews are seem high and low. I, I think the, be in yeah, the middle somewhere, somewhere <laughs> in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I, I think people go to Yelp to like really lay into, you know. Yeah, the, it's an angry website, the, isn't it? It's an angry website. Whereas like the Google review must be easier to access and you could just get it off your chest like really quickly is, is mm-hmm. the feeling I get. But anyway, I'm going to read some one-star reviews from McDonald's and some uh, five-star reviews. Oh, great. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, that's what the show is, folks buckle up here we go (laughs) mcdonald's reviews this one is from a local guide poncho via who gives it one star and says there was a huge rat by the drive-through speaker makes you wonder if they made their way inside yeah not i guess that's okay not really a review mcdonald's but uh they're outside. They're not. They're. It's just a <laughs> yeah. big giant rat outside in the world. Probably enjoys McDonald's. Oh, for sure. You yeah. Know? That. That's where I would go. The rats love it. Five stars. Here's one from Aslibeth Acampo. Aslibeth. <laughs> okay. Acampo. Cool one name. star. First of all, the restrooms were a mess. I came early in the morning for breakfast, and when I went to the restrooms, they were a mess. This is nothing I have ever experienced, and hmm. it was awful. And the staff are very rude. I don't know if it has to do with a manager, and if there isn't anyone to clean, then how hard can it be just to hire someone? I do not recommend coming here. So she has never experienced a messy bathroom in her and life. The, but then it's right after that, she blames the manager for being rude. Is that it, based <laughs> on whatever she said about the restroom? Yeah, I have no idea, but... It, this person has never been inside a restroom. I mean, fifty <laughs> percent of restrooms I've ever been in are not like places I yeah, want to spend a lot of yeah. time. Yeah, I want to hang out in there. <laughs> Here's a one-star review from Yo 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 nineteen eighty two, who is also a local guide. I, I have a feeling becoming a local guide isn't really that difficult. This person left this review two months ago and said. This place is stuck in 2020. 
Hmm. I just thought it was funny. Like you hear, oh man, that's stuck in the eighties, but no, this is stuck one year ago. You've got that image in your head of what McDonald's was like in every certain year, you know, it's a feeling. It's kind of, it, uh, it's like the song you, they play to your graduation or whatever. Pomp and circumstance. That song. Uh, that's song my favorite song. Pomp and circumstance. Yeah, that's yeah, a good one. Pomp, a good pomp one. and circumstance. I an just exciting put, song. put that motherfucker on repeat. Just walk around in circles in my apartment with my cap and gown on. You know, that's uh, the only time I've worn a gown. <laughs> yeah, maybe was, me too. Was uh, Well, I guess two times, high school and college. Yeah. Not you bad. Know, maybe I should, Not maybe bad. I should get a master's. I want to get back in that gown. <laughs> you looked good in the gown dude there's some good pictures of us with the gowns on oh yeah we got oh yeah i got mutton chops uh-huh yeah and that and that cap that uh they should make those caps something you want to wear I, I don't know it's so weird that J- jostens just creates these things that you wear once yeah but you, you have, have to buy yeah, them yeah you have to what a great business model that is <laughs> Jostens, you have to buy it. <laughs> yeah, that should be their thing. That should be their company's uh, slogan. It's illegal a, to not buy it. I have a cousin Jostens. who works for Jostens, and uh, he seems to like it. Um, okay, so here is brainwash, Doug. Get this: yeah. another local guide. Okay, Robert. so we, do we know the definition of what that means, or do you have to just write that down yourself, like Elsbeth? I think it's someone who just has left like over 20 Enough. reviews okay. or something. Okay. okay. So that's what but that, this that's... is. Robert, this is Robert Kim who gives Mc, McDonald's one star and says, super oily fries and nuggets. Yeah. They're yeah. fucking cooked in oil. Yeah. They're delicious. <laughs> yeah. They're, ext- they're extremely delicious, Robert. They showed, I saw some video the other day of the woman who had like kept the McDonald's in a box for like 20 years and every oh, yeah. little piece of it just looks perfectly delicious. <laughs> so. I uh, like, I am not a snob. I actually enjoy McDonald's. Yeah, I me mean, too. fast food restaurants in Los Angeles Good and Hollywood that. are a real crapshoot. <laughs> yeah. But uh, oh, yeah, Brian Cox. But at that bad boo. <laughs> yeah he's on board <laughs> yeah uh okay jose aon gives this one star and says this mcdonald sucks the biggest dick hmm. customer service is so bad that i will no longer go to this place the morning crew needs people skills training and for that i give them zero stars one star no you did not give them zero stars jose yeah can't yeah, yeah they, they snuck out of there with one yeah, you got they got the last laugh. Yeah. Uh local guide Anna Alvarez <laughs> okay. gives McDonald's one star and says, No hot drip coffee. Had to wait over five minutes and not even an apology for the waiting. Can you, can you believe that? Five minutes? Five what minutes in the world. Fresh brewed coffee. I mean, this is how terrorists are made. <laughs> waiting five minutes five minutes um oh here's an interesting five minute wait yeah if you ordered food you'd wait five minutes yeah 
it's just they're making you a fresh pot of coffee yeah, yeah. god okay well here's one that may have a little more insight since it's from a local guide dylan <laughs> dylan townsend gives it one star and says guess what 24-hour breakfast is real but they didn't want to make us our mcriddles and then they had attitude because we wanted ketchup was pretty bummed man so this guy i mean i would be upset too like because this guy's obviously high and wants a fucking mcgriddle oh, i know i know you can you can feel it you can read in this review the how stoned and how much he wants a mcgriddle he is yeah what do you mean yeah. you're not going to make a mcgriddle oh what? my god we you, this was my I, mission in life today was to get a mcgriddle yeah, breakfast all day all day <laughs> mcgriddle and ketchup I don't know if the ketchup was for the McGriddle. That can't be right. Any God, we're going back to Denny's, man. This is shit. Okay. <laughs> now, now we're switching over into the five-star reviews of McDonald's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this is Nicholas Hicks. Have uh, you had the McGriddle that's with the chicken? No, I've, I've it's never. It's so good. It's so good, dude. I mean, it's not. It's I, McDonald's good. You know what I'm saying? Right. I've never had any of the McGriddles because I am uh, loyal to the sausage McMuffin with egg. I would say and, try both, man. Just get both. Uh, double decker. Yeah. No, I, I'll try it someday. Someday soon. Um, according to this local guide, Nicholas Hicks, who gives McDonald's five stars, he says, nice environment and very friendly service. The food was crisp and yummy. Will absolutely recommend this restaurant to my friends. <laughs> got any good restaurants in town? I just flew in from New York City. You got any good restaurants in town? Oh my God. Have you, you got to try this place? <laughs> like if you had if you had never if you had never heard of McDonald's or fast if you had never heard of McDonald's or fast food and you went to and you went to a McDonald's like uh. for the first time, <laughs> you would think it was amazing because everything is like focus grouped to within an yeah. inch of your life. You're like, what is this? It's hitting all the right synapses in my brain. You're right. It's science. It's science food that's made by scientists. Yeah. Like drug <laughs> scientists. Like this probably made their food is probably made by like, you know, Pfizer or somebody. I, I bet like it works. It does something to a, a child's brain. Yeah. That's yeah. Makes it stick around like for the rest of their life. It must. Because it must. I remember eating it as a kid. Like I would have burgers for McDonald's as a kid. I'm like, oh, this is the best burger. Yeah, <laughs> me too. It's not, it's not even a burger. You learn later that it wasn't even a burger at all. It's some other type of weird tiny sandwich thing. Yeah. And then Almost. I remember I was I was at a I may have told the story before, but I had a bunch of friends over for a slumber party and my dad made burgers on the barbecue <laughs> and, and everyone loved his burgers. They're like, Oh man, these are really good. And I remember being disappointed because it didn't taste like McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. I, I for sure had that situation where like <laughs> I, my dad tried to make burgers and I had to, he had to try to make them like the McDonald's burgers. He had to like <laughs> smash them and smash them down until they were so smashed. And then like, uh you yeah. know that they were that thin and then the bun had to be like kind of weird and rubbery you know and he kept trying and trying <laughs> to do it and then finally they found those ones they that costco or whatever started selling those just straight up frozen hockey puck burgers 
Oh yeah, exactly. And then he started making those and I loved those. The, uh, okay, here's another, <laughs> but also like the only person you could recommend McDonald's to is like that tribe that shoots arrows at a helicopter. <laughs> because like everyone else has McDonald's on their radar. You know what I mean? <laughs> we'll paint a picture, Doug. I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> and here, here's a uh, here's one from uh, Jesus Roca, who gives he he gives it five stars and says, "Fast food just around the corner from your home." <laughs> so that's very specific. That's sweet. To, that's a sweet one. To wherever he lives. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Philip V. Garcia, local guide, gives McDonald's five stars and says, I always enjoy McDonald's. <laughs> Which I was funny for some reason. Uh, Amy, five stars, one of the fave places for tasty, cheap food. Love this place from the first taste. Had a sister come into town and asked me to take her here again. <laughs> what is this written? It was like a review from 1954 or something. What year is this from? Yeah, it's a Google review from the 50s. <laughs> uh, and I, I like that some of these five stars, like the expectations were so low going in. Like on this one from local guide Aaron Smith, who says, just got a Diet Dr. Pepper and they got it right. <laughs> just like the can. Just, just, um, just amazing that they got the right soda. Hey, you're Here, right, here's, a, here's a real, uh, real funny, funny one from Diamond King, a local guide okay. who gives McDonald's five stars and says, "Fast and easy, just like my ex." <laughs> That's a lot of truth in that one. Yeah, his ex. Woo. <laughs> Here's Hammerfall, five stars, not Star. a local guide. Okay. Oh, so do, I, do I even has... have to listen to this one? <laughs> no, not Why really. Why even listen I mean, to I don't it? Mean... Uh, Cammy McCormick is a local guide. Yes. Yes. Gives McDonald's five stars and says, Listening. They are always so busy with great customers. Hmm. <laughs> i think she, she meant to say and and are great with customers but she said with great customers which is i like to think she went in like i like the clientele yeah, in here didn't order anything didn't taste anything just kind of hanging out in there <laughs> gotta love these customers i'm gonna go talk to yelp about this uh jose aravello five stars local guide yes. i love this place i've been coming to this mickey d's since 93 and it's my favorite place to come and chow down on some bergs i recommend <laughs> this place to everyone oh i like this guy <laughs> i'll chow down Here's... on some bergs with this guy wouldn't you oh yeah i'm gonna go see him tomorrow <laughs> at, at that mickey d's yeah i bet he's there jay love five stars says medium rare mcdonald's mcdouble fire hmm. you Which can order I, a medium rare i don't Burgers think McDonald's. i don't think i don't think that's such a good idea uh actually they're probably like already cooked ahead of yeah. time yeah yeah they're just sitting in some one of those like tray wet trays in the hot one the water 
this is a good one from Vernon White uh, gives Mc- McDonald's five stars and says, one of my favorite restaurants in California. <laughs> uh, this we're talking uh, San Francisco, Chinatown. Right, we're talking all Mexican yeah. food in Los Angeles. <laughs> right. It, yeah. All those are in, in play, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I like the wharf. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so those were all from Google. Here's one from Yelp, a one-star okay. review from okay. Yelp, okay. from Talisha T, who says, exactly how hard is it to know the difference between hot mustard and honey mustard? Is reading not a requirement for employment? I'm confused how you consistently get it wrong. I mean, there should be at least one employee who knows the difference or can read the label on the container. Your nuggets aren't good enough to eat without sauce and honey mustard is disgusting. Please label your sauce bins and make sure that your employees know the difference between the words hot and honey. Wow, dude. So that is someone who had really high expectations of yeah. mcdonald's yeah they got one wrong sauce packet and yeah. le- that led them to yelp to become inf- an infuriated there's some vomit- other things vomiting happening in this person's life that aren't going so great and <laughs> she took it out uh, on the <laughs> mcdonald's at vermont and melrose on yelp all right kip what you got um and we just want to take a moment here to uh talk about uh, one of our our comedy hero yeah norm norm yeah, mcdonald norm, yeah, norm mcdonald who uh was uh, uh he, d- he died yeah he did yeah he did it was it he would call it a draw he fought to a draw yeah with, with cancer. cancer yeah right but, uh, that was doug, his joke we uh doug actually was lucky enough and the super jealous still doug uh to work with norm and write jokes for norm yes it was and, a dream come true i worked on sports show with norm mcdonald for comedy central but you wrote and other I, things with them too well i wrote on a pilot with him as well yeah, yeah i was just gonna ask you about your favorite kind of norm stories or your favorite moment well the one of my favorite stories and it's just more about his character than uh a funny story but my second week of work at at sports show you know which i was very excited to work at uh, you know uh a dream come true and you know we'd get there on time and stay late and uh i started having a health emergency at work and i had to get up and go to the er yeah and i was admitted to the hospital um with like a, a blood clot in my lung and norm came to the hospital yeah, he, he came did. to the hospital and uh to say hello and check in and he came with mike gibbons and uh my sister was there and uh it was very nice of him to do that uh i i would say out of the ordinary and the biz he he like brought me a fr- uh some <laughs> like leftovers from his lunch too I think. <laughs> uh and then tell us so that was the first time you almost died so tell us about the second time you almost died oh the second time i almost died 
is when I found out Rhea Perlman and Danny DeVito were getting a divorce. <laughs> yeah. So that's the stand-up joke that came out of it. I adjust uh, uh, I adjust the punchline for whatever the latest celebrity <laughs> divorce is. That's one of my favorite jokes here is by far. Yeah. Sometimes I'll say this joke is from 2010 and then I'll say yeah and the second time I almost died is when Josh Brolin and Diane Lane got a divorce. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> I didn't even know. Science share. I should do Mike Tarico and Jewel. <laughs> yeah, <I should>. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? It just happened. So you might as well. One. I'll tell another brief story about Norm. I was yeah. writing on his pilot for TBS, which never aired and was very funny. And uh, he calls me into his office and says, I got this, Doug, you got to see this video. I found this hilarious video on YouTube. And it, it was sort of rare at that time for him to call me into his office. But uh, I went in there and and I'm watching this video and I had never seen it before. He's like, wait, just wait, wait, wait. The, the funny part's coming up. The funny part's coming up. And I was just watching this video. And then all of a sudden, the guy in the video just pulls out a gun and shoots himself in the head. It was the video of Bud Dwyer, the Philadelphia like uh, corrupt councilman or whatever. Who killed himself. And I was, like, TV, I was like, oh, my God. And. And he was just like, he would just like look at you and go, pretty funny, huh? Pretty funny. <laughs> and and then like I left the room and he just like called in the next person. <laughs> hey, I got this funny video for you to check out. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And I was on a text thread the other day with some guys that worked on sports show. And I was remembering the time like, it was very early on at the show and Norm asked me what my favorite book was. Mm -hmm. And I was so nervous still <laughs> around Norm that I just could not think of a single book. <laughs> it was terrifying. <laughs> and no, but it's something that it's something that I've replayed in my head over and over and oh, over no. since that day. It's like, God, I couldn't think of a book. And here he, is, like, <laughs> he was reading like, you know, a Dostoevsky book. Yeah at the time and he was <laughs> he was like a voracious reader of classic literature uh -huh, uh -huh. and uh i was like uh, uh, <laughs> oh, no. i like christopher pike novels <laughs> some bullshit. I'm, I'm struggling through the new reacher <laughs> audiobook <Yeah. laughs> audiobook heard of an author named lee child um he um we used to do this comedy show it was when doug yeah. and i were back doing stand-up quite a bit uh, our favorite place to do stand-up was the comedy car hole which is a right. uh, kind of a keg party sl slash comedy yeah. show in a like with a stage and seating and everything built into this garage in santa monica which got pretty po it got pretty popular they were like um yeah huge comics such as myself and yourself Right. We were the two biggest. And then uh, Norm would come. He would come. He would come and hang out. It's like uh, some like uh, Bill Murray shit he was doing. <laughs> but yeah, he did perform at the Comedy Carl. It was really cool. Yeah. And, that, uh, another dream. That's the, my dream come true. Yeah. That was really fun. Oh, do you recall your favorite Norm McDonald joke? Well, I have a lot of favorite Norm McDonald 
jokes of his my favorite of all time is you know and it gets repeated a lot so um you know maybe it's lost a little of its luster but i, I think it's like the perfect joke of kenny g is releasing an album on christmas day happy birthday jesus hope you like crap <laughs> yeah that's like i love that joke from his weekend update days and then his uh i can't do the joke justice but his joke about you know everyone uh they they always find the body in a shallow grave you know if i was gonna murder someone i would spend a lot of time on the grave you know, make, <laughs> making it really deep it'd be the deepest grave it's something along those lines not even right but i loved when i first heard that i was like oh and i also like his classic uh you know the word uh, ID. That's a that's a funny word. That's a strange word. Uh, uh, the I stands for I. <laughs> the, the D stands for dentification. <laughs> the D seems to be doing a lot of the heavy lifting. Uh, he a couple. I just found a couple quotes that he had. But there was the. Uh, he says uh, it's a very odd thing with Hollywood where you do stand up, you're good at it. And they go, how would you like to be a horrible actor? Then you say, all right, that sounds good. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> he says, it's another one. I always told, I always told everybody that the perfect joke would be where the setup and the punchlines were identical. Oh yeah. He That's did great. a couple that were pretty close. Oh yeah. Here's today. I learned Norm Macdonald has said, that while on Weekend Update, he was trying to find the perfect joke, one in which the setup and punchline were identical. He said the closest he came was, Lyle Lovett and Julia Roberts were divorced today. The reason, he's Lyle Lovett and she's Julia Roberts. <laughs> that, is pretty, that is pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, so, so my funny. favorite joke that I ever wrote for him yeah. was on his TBS pilot. And so it's a... Uh, the MTV show Jersey Shore is having its series finale this week. I hope the show ends like Lost, where you find out they're all dead. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, so you, should we take a break? We should take a break, man. It's getting real hot in this podcasting closet. Time for the break. to the top give me a break i'm looking forward get behind me pull out every stop i want a happy ending i'm tired of pretending won't let them get the best of me whoa 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 give me a break the game is a bible give me a break and plan my arrival give me a break Welcome back from the break. Sorry and sorry if the break's over. We're back. Some of them, they you know they tune in for the break. So they've been kind of doing that 30 second skip ahead until they start hearing the break music. We should start putting in the description of the show where the time code of the break so that people can just skip right to it. 
Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, okay. I'll do that. Because on a lot of the podcasts I listen to, they'll do that. Like, you know, the interview is at this time. That's a great idea. Look who we have here. Hey, guys. Boy, okay. Merc Beef Boyan. Can you guys hear this? Is this working? Yeah, it's, it yeah. sounds great. Doug, you want to uh, do some Toss Passage? Do you have any Toss Passage news for us? I just clicked on the uh, monthly analytics for my, for my other website, dougstuff.click. Uh-huh. And it says, this month you increased traffic to your site by 3,000%. Wow, dude. Wow. Which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, you'd have to go from like one to three thousand. So there must be. Does that no, mean I, that? I think that would be one to thirty. Oh, one to thirty would be three thousand. Okay, <laughs> so that's still not bad. Still not bad. <laughs> that's so weird. New <laughs> new visitors, ninety nine percent plus four thousand. <laughs> Returning visitors, one percent. That's me. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> People will hopefully be Googling Doug Perkins. Unfortunately, when they do that, it comes up Doug Perkins percussionist. Huh. And that is not me. <laughs> who is it? It's some guy named Doug Perkins who well, plays the drums like a motherfucker. He sounds interesting. Tell us more about him. I know. I've been wanting to get him. <laughs> he now he has a good website. I, I settled for this bullshit <laughs> Dougstuff.click. He's yeah. got DougPerkins.com. Oh, he got there early. Is he older than you? This, this <laughs> son of a bitch. And then you go to this about page and it says, Doug Perkins specializes in new works for percussion as a chamber musician and soloist. Well, la da His performances have been described as terrific, wide awake and strikingly entertaining by the Boston Globe and he has been declared a percussion virtuoso by the New York Times. Oh, you think you're better than me. That's cool. <laughs> At some point, you could you could kind of ride the wave of his positive press, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, you want the person that has your name to be doing pretty good, right? So that you're not getting, like, people aren't mistaking you for somebody that they walk up to and slap in the streets. Right. And it's Doug good that, Perkins. Like, that it's not Doug Perkins, like, uh, serial, um, you know, sexual assaulter. <laughs> right. It is glad. The other Kip, the other Kip Madsen, that bigger pres presence on the internet, I think. Mm -hmm. um, he is a veterinarian. Oh. So quite a few, uh, quite a few reviews about him. And uh, he seems like a pretty good dude. He's my friend on Facebook. And uh, he's treat doing, doing well with the name, you know, because we're forever entwined. Uh, it seems like our counterparts are doing a little better than us. Oh. Yeah, I agree. I would agree. We should get them on the show. They should start their own podcast <laughs> where they talk about drums and animals. God, if you guys could get them on the same show and not tell them that they were going to meet each other. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's set a great it up idea. so they, they get to talk to each other yeah. and they well, think they're talking to you. But and then we then we take why, our voices out completely and create yeah. their podcast. But that's yeah. so funny, like leaving it as a surprise that 
they're gonna talk to kip madsen like they have no idea who that is they don't know who either of them are the other doug perkins doesn't know who either of the kip madsons are this is a great you know i wonder if the other i wonder if the other kip and doug would be friends you got to assume they would be he's got a phd in drums (laughs) no he doesn't he's got a kind of like a Douglas Douglas perkins phd check this out can you see this yeah the percussion podcast episode 138 with none other than oh no yeah doug Doug perkins Perkins. yeah doing a a podcast yeah he's doing a podcast let's see let's take a listen here oh jesus christ the percussion podcast what is there we go Hey everyone, it's March 18th, 2018, and this is your episode 138 of uh, Percussion. I'm your host, Casey Kendralisi, and oh, he's the guest, usual, our Laurel Black. Just like you. Hi. And There's Ben Charles. Five hosts. Hi, everybody. <laughs> wow. Arms is here. She'll be coming in just a little late, so we'll say hey to her in just a bit. So you guys, our guest today has made a career for himself Ooh, by commissioning and premiering over 100 new works. Hmm. He's worked with composers such as David Lang, Steve oh. Reich, Paul Lansky, wow. John Luther Adams, Lansky? Glenn Kochi, and Sophia Gubadalina, just to name a Gubadalina? few. He's a member of the Meehan Perkins duo, so that's Todd <laughs> Meehan from a few episodes <laughs> ago. And he's an original founding member of the So Percussion Quartet. He's part of the percussion faculty at the Boston Conservatory, where both Laurel and I attended. Oh, and he's currently the interim chair of instrumental studies there as uh, okay. well as a percussion teacher. So, hey, <laughs> That's welcome to introduce him. Perkins. How's it going? Really great. Thanks for having me. It's good to see you guys. Yeah, yeah here sure, he is. sure you really, really he looks kind of like what's, Ben what's Affleck. with you lately? Yeah. <laughs> um, a, whole, a whole lot, I guess. Um, yeah. Uh, personally, as I told you before, I'm doing a lot of science homework uh, with my 10 year old today. Um, I don't know, Doug, we could like, we wouldn't even have to change any of the uh, promotional materials or the business cards or anything. So the guy has the same name. If we just swap you out. That's yeah. Sounds I, pretty good. Sounds I'm, pretty good on this podcast. So far. you could take a vacation. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking I might uh, steal his identity. <laughs> he looks like he's doing all that. Yeah, <laughs> doing it seems well. like he's, doing all right he's got a <laughs> 10 year old kid a, a wife yeah that could yeah, be my maybe. kid yeah i'll just <laughs> i'll just take him out and slide into his bed one morning but look at this i uh he he seems like a a, a good dude this doug yeah Perkins, he is way better than me in every way mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh this percussion podcast though five hosts <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's and as that's always five hosts and one guest Anyway. It's like an interrogation. Yeah. I love it. Meanwhile, we have three people and we're talking about talking about another podcast <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah, on this podcast. Uh, this is do you want to hear what he says? How he fell in love <laughs> with the drums? Here we go. Yeah. yeah, I guess I just really liked it. You know, I liked I was like a rock drummer for a long okay. time. Okay. Um, really enjoyed rock being bands. a drummer and kind of wanted to move to LA. Yeah. Oh, he's in yeah, LA though. Yeah, he seemed real cool. I, I think, you know it's more likely that he'll have a movie made about his life than I mine. And then um, I would be happy to play him. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Shall we move on? Get back to our podcast. Sure. Okay. Uh, It's uh, did did you, did did you get with the numbers, Doug, that I sent over? Oh yeah. I'm taking a look right now. Mark, you were just in time to, uh, for us to, we just got the fresh new numbers for the podcast. Oh, good. 
And these numbers, yeah, no one has ever seen before. One that looks sort of like a five with uh, an X through the top right-hand corner of the five. Hmm. I'm not sure what that number is. That's an interesting number. Here's yeah. one. Here's one to, for the podcast. This says it's a it's the 80th percentile. We're in the 80th percentile. It says this number. Oh, of podcasts. It doesn't say. It doesn't exactly say here, but it says we're in the 80th percentile. Huh. I wonder if that's of podcasts or of all things. Probably all living things. I would guess. Yeah. Oh, here, here's one. Um, 14. <laughs> and it's okay. sort of on an island there's no real explanation uh no context to the number but uh it, it 14 is you know it's a good number it's it's mm -hmm. solid it's yeah. considered lucky in many here's here's one of the ratings i just saw that's just yeah. uh, just came in i'm on the, the podcast by the numbers website and here's a here's one uh it says 0.0 0 0, 0, 0, 0, 0 zero 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 hmm. zero they fit all that on the screen yeah yeah okay. so that was that's one number but that was only in a certain demographic it was um age zero to 100 right. males oh yeah yeah and that's females a, that's just a fraction of the yeah. uh of the audience um yeah. but it's weird that they just added all those zeros that wasn't necessary no i know i thought there was gonna be a number at the end didn't they you could have just said zero i it's agree a real slap in the face from the numbers people zeros. wait i'm sorry look it said no i'm sorry this says what? this is the amount of people that hate the podcast oh that makes sense yeah that was the number that was what the number was well, uh, then let's get back to it. Perfect show. Let's continue this perfect show. No hitter. Perfect uh, game. Merck Boyan is with us. Hello. He is a uh, space musician. Yes. Right? <laughs> is that the best I way guess. to describe you? Yeah. That, I mean, that's what it says on my IMDb. Yeah. He works for in space, and uh, he's a musician. He works from home in space. Yeah. That's kind of true. Your office, though, your, your office is located on orbiting uh, the Earth. I, I mean, technically, yeah, but the earth really close. Yeah, really close. Yeah. Very low. Almost orbit. touching it. Almost touching the, the crust. That's interesting. Yay. So, Mark, you're here for a segment we like to call uh, what else you got? What else you got? Uh, so this is um, a personal experience that I wanted to share with you. This is actually me leaving a one star review for a company. Okay. And I, I haven't done it yet like i haven't written this yet so i, yeah. I kind of want a little help actually okay. uh, putting this together so i'm gonna right. i'm gonna read you some of the emails back and forth of the, this absolutely terrible interaction that i had with a real company that i will <laughs> name okay because i'm very upset i with like them. the personal stories <laughs> it was bad uh i uh this was back in may um uh, ordered uh some shirts on amazon like just a bunch of weird new shirts to wear and uh they came as i think it was like four or five shirts and not a one of them fit at all they were hmm. all too small uh -huh. and that, i think that i mean that that's a risk you have when you shop online i've i've had that happen before i actually like measured myself this time and went to their measuring guide uh -huh. and did the thing and checked and even like went to size up and was like i'm going to be safe here 
because you know they're coming from the other side of the world where the sizes are a little smaller than they are here so i went to size up and like how small are we talking like i like the extra large i could not i could not squeeze into now i normally in us here i wear like either large or extra large i can kind of i'm right in the middle about america if you can't see him from that picture he's 400 pounds 400 pounds but tall yeah. Really tall. So, uh, yeah, you know, nice. nine, nine feet foot tall. Seven. Yeah. yeah. Nine foot seven, 400. Like, average. where are these shirts coming from? Why are you ordering shirts from around the world? Because, uh, well, because they were interesting. I, I mean, like, I intentionally wanted some, um, like, you know, odd looking, like, new patterns and, and different types of collars and stuff. I was going for some style, right? Do the people yeah. of this country, uh, where you order them from, are they s- small? peoples yeah well i mean not all of them okay. but but it is i mean like they came from china and so the sizes there are different and i was aware of this and i looked at the actual and i couldn't like, like i ended up giving some of these shirts to my five-year-old kids they were so small like i couldn't put them yeah. on and so i wrote back and told them i normally fit size large i ordered a size up these don't fit uh what what do i do like let's let's exchange these mm-hmm dear customer oh this is from uh it wasn't from amazon it was from lightinthebox.com okay not okay, familiar so, yeah don't go there so lightinthebox.com okay. said dear customer thank you for shopping with us we're sorry to hear that the items you received doesn't fit there's going to be some grammatical mm-hmm. stuff kindly please provide us with the below three kinds of photos to look into this matter <laughs> and provide a solution for you accordingly a an overall fo- photo of the non-fit item you received. E, <laughs> photos of measures of the non-fit items you received. Bust, cloth length, and shoulder width for the shirts. Uh-huh. Waistline, pants length, and for the pants with measuring tape. There was one pair of uh, pants too. With a measuring tape. So yeah. I have to take... <laughs> this was like 40 are, are pictures. They, are they smaller than the measurements that they said they would be? I didn't do this. <laughs> well, you should. You should. Uh, do I don't. It. I, I. don't know. At this, maybe but it's like the metric. Maybe you got the metric. It, that could be it. Maybe. Yeah. He no, I mean, I did. <laughs> that, that might be centimeters it. Centimeters instead of inches. I think they might have. They, they might have sent it back in like gallons of shirt or something <laughs> different, <laughs> completely. <laughs> So anyways, they sent me this uh, terrible email asking me to take uh, all kinds of different pictures. Yeah. And I, uh, I wrote back, uh, excuse me. This is, this is the actual words. <laughs> excuse me. I should not be required to do photographic work for this. I do not need to provide a, you a solution. The clothes do not fit. I will send them back to you and you will give me my money back. Ooh. That is how returns work. Yeah. Please give me the address to send them to. Not only should you take these pictures, but you should may yeah maybe be nude in them next to the clothes and <laughs> uh, and then send those in the mail when you send the shirts back. Just right. an idea. It's an idea. Uh, okay, so they responded. Thanks for your reply. This is Dean again from Light in the Box. For your information, once our customer starts creates a return or request ticket within seven days count on from the day that they received the package (laughs) any return or exchange request will be valid just so complicated to understand Uh, 
um, since that it will cause a lot of inconvenience for you to send us the photos as we, re we requested, yeah, yeah. we will just process to the next step. Uh -huh. Okay. Good. So they said, okay. No you won that you. battle. I did. Yeah. For return, you will need to mail the items back to China. This process return usually takes about three to five weeks. Oh, right? no. Upon us receiving How your parcel. How much were these shirts? <laughs> so, at, so this is. Are isn't, you paying it, postage? Sending them back to China? I have to pay postage oh, to send God. them back to China. And then once they get there, it's another month. Yeah, I'm guessing those aren't going by, by like next day FedEx. Oh, it's a boat. Shipping container. This is boat, not right? worth it. Can we start a GoFundMe for you for these shirts? <laughs> well, they had a, a better solution. I'll, I'll tell you here. Okay, okay. Based on, on our experience, sending the item back to China may not be a viable option for you. So they have this a lot where people are like, what yeah. the fuck? Take <laughs> two they... shirts and sew them together into one big one. <laughs> oh, that's, hey, that's <laughs> not a bad idea. I still have some. I could make a very interesting shirt with yeah. that uh, concept. That's yeah. what you wanted. Here's, here's what their suggestion was. Therefore, instead of a return, may we suggest that you keep the item, give it to a friend or family member, or resell it at your local secondhand market. Oh, good idea. That's great. Tell me to sell the clothes that's to my great. friends. <laughs> so anyways, I came Do on you have show any tonight tiny friends? to see if you guys were interested in buying. Yeah, I'm these, uh, I want to see these shirts, and I am uh, in the market for these uh weird shirts you bought that uh must be really cool that you can't get them in the united states <laughs> can't get them here <laughs> my god daughters have some dolls that are creepily large for dolls well my whole yeah. uh closet right now is full of f shirts of toss bossage f shirts oh yeah and so yeah. i i had to get something with a sleeve uh, on the other side and this is, <laughs> this is what i get for trying to do that you can wear them you know you can wear them it's just it's just hard to like grab stuff and like it's hard to drive a car probably with the f shirt on because you could reach your hand across and get it through this is oh, if you're sure. one of those people that has your arms on opposite sides of your torso one of those rare people. Most people we know have both arms on the same side of their body. So the F shirt fits them perfectly. Uh, every once in a while, you have to get a T-shirt for somebody. And I hate to do this. I know, I know you refused earlier at the request of this company, but could you take some pictures and send them to me <laughs> of uh, these shirts? I'll, I'll drop them off at your house. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll ship just, them to your house in uh, three to five weeks. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a Sharpie and write toss massage on them. And they'll be worth, <laughs> they'll be worth double what you paid. There is no shirt, however, better in the world than the shirt we featured on episode 3007, <laughs> the big dog shirt. Oh, oh yeah. Shirt. Oh, baby. Uh, did you ever get, did you get your hands on that shirt, Doug? No, it, it was no longer for sale in that woman's vintage Etsy shop. So did you, who did you end up selling them to? You're trying to sell them to us right now or have you sold I, any I, of them? I gave them to my kids. <laughs> They're in my kid's closet. Like, do they fit them? They're they're too a little bit too big. Do they for them like right them? now? But they'll fit them like pretty. Were soon. they excited about the shirts that you pretend you got them for them? <laughs> they, they didn't they didn't uh, care that much. They huh. weren't that into the style, into the hey, look. Hey, Merck. Yeah. When's the last time you wore a gown? <laughs> yeah. Um. I haven't been in a gown in a, in a few months. I'd say since graduation, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, we got to get these gowns going. Back. Oh, that's a good one, Doug. What about we get on the Jost- Jostens action? We start going into business competing against Jostens and selling Toss Passage caps, gowns, and graduation rings. Yeah, class rings, Toss Passage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that idea. Go up what and about for like, what hat. is that? Did you win the state championship? Yeah, in podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> They're each ring is a different letter. <laughs> oh and you have to collect all eight or nine yeah 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 you wear them around like brass knuckles kind of <laughs> i should get that on my knuckles t-o-s-p-w-s-a-j oh, oh like a prison tattoo okay. we are huge in prisons a lot of times that's true uh prisoners you know they listen to our show and then they get out and they want to kill us <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. is really scary but that's that's the risk you take when you make a podcast it's what happened to mark Marin. you don't hear much from him yeah. anymore because he died at the hands of a brutal killer that's what some people say happened to scott and jeff too oh yeah true well there's so many of these podcasts that are like true crime solving podcasts that if yeah. there are if they do play them in prisons i bet a lot of prisoners are like shut up yeah we're like that's me this one's about me yeah maybe <laughs> the only other kind of thing that was funny that they offered what that i, yeah. I don't understand yeah. this was like the final thing and i did end up getting some money back from okay. them okay but they, they they gave me these two options of like okay so here's what you can do Keep this is, the item. This, this has turned this into is, kind of a true crime podcast in itself. Yeah. Right Dean now. emailed me. Yeah. Saying, <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So they said, uh, you can keep the item and receive a reward of 50% huh. of the product's value. Oh. Or okay. B, you can keep the item with a refund of 40% of the product's value. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I don't know. That's a what? tough choice. I don't, I don't there has to be like a translation thing where something is different between a reward and a refund that i don't i don't know exactly what it is uh, yeah that's but right. i but i kind of wrote I, back with a what the fuck are you talking about option c you could keep the shirts and shove 40 percent of them up your ass <laughs> Oh, wow. I didn't, I don't remember. This was back in May. I forgot, but I did write back and I was very angry. You guys okay. want to hear my anger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's do it. Okay, here's me back to, to Dean of Light in the Box. I will be returning all the items <laughs> to you for a full refund. I'm not in the business of selling clothes. Wow. This is the worst online ordering experience I have ever had. Give me the address to send my clothes to and give me my money back. The order was $74.55 USD. That is how much money you will return to me. If you return my money to me, I will not post all of these emails as negative reviews on your website. Oh, man. Black the, th- man. the threat. The threat. Yeah. Was this it? I got to see these shirts. What? Uh... I could go get some. For <laughs> Show us the shirts. Well, hold on uh like, like how'd you ahead, come sorry. across them like on an instagram was it a sponsored content instagram thing i, I don't know I'll, I'll send you a a link to, to one but hold on i'm about to go into all caps it's so, kind of so. like you are like 
it seems what's most important to you is based on these correspondence is returning the actual shirts, not getting your money back. It's like, give me the exact address yes. and give me it now. It's not give me my money back. No, I just want the address <laughs> so I can get them off my hands. They could have given me the address to like the city dump and I would have mailed them and felt complete. All right. Okay, sorry, go ahead. If you try to offer me anything less than a full return, here's all caps, uh-huh. I will post these emails for the public. Trying to- <laughs> okay. <laughs> then then I get like uh, sarcastic. Like a cue drop. I'm going to put it in a cue drop. Exactly. <laughs> you trying to give me half the money and asking me to sell the clothes? This is not acceptable. <laughs> Very bad business practice. I sound like fucking Trump. I hate it. <laughs> now, please give me the address so I can return these clothes. That's all I want. <laughs> give me your address. They're, they're scared you're going to show up. You're yeah. Get I, in one of those shipping containers, stow yourself away, and ride with the shirts to. Oh, it looks like we finally got that uh, that refund here from Merc Boy. And let's cut it open. And I jump out the box. Yeah, like some Steven Seagal <laughs> character. All so like, I, I practice contortionism for three and yes. for three to yeah. five weeks, just yeah. long enough time to get good at it. <laughs> and then, so yeah. how many stars did you end up giving? <laughs> Three stars? Sounds Anyways, like three stars. worst experience ever, four stars. But this is when you say that you're going to release the emails to the public, is that, is this it? This is, yes, this is <laughs> it happening right now. This is, this is the drop. Oh, this is guys. like, this is I a mean, big deal. Sell all your stock in this company. They are tanking <laughs> <a> tomorrow. <laughs> Old Chinese t-shirt company going down. You can see the shirts at lightinthebox.com and you'll get you'll get the idea. Yeah. Have you guys seen uh do you guys watch Tim Robinson's I think you should leave? Yeah. It's like Dan Flash's shirts. <laughs> That's what I think about when I think of these. Oh, I see why you ordered these. Yeah. Okay. okay uh Doug, you got anything else? Oh no, 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 no. Nope. No, no. Nope. I got nothing else. Merck, anything else? Nope, I got nothing else here. Kip, anything else? Yeah, I'm like looking at this um, light in the box website <laughs> and uh, I'm seeing kind of like a couple plaid shirts, but what what exact? Just kidding, I got nothing. <laughs> uh, so I think that's it. That's it, we did it. We podcasted. You did great listening, all you listeners. And uh, it's remember, folks, there's lots of podcasts out there, so you don't have to listen to this one. It's the podcast you love to hate and hate to love. <laughs> now do your sign off, Kip. Yeah, okay. So as they say in the business, I'm talking about podcasting here, like it or rate it. Hey, Doug? Like it or rate it? You gotta <laughs> like hate it. it. <laughs> one star. <laughs> like it or rate it? You gotta hate it. A one star. <laughs> like it or hate it, you gotta rate it. One star. We're going for a perfect one star review. Please stop fucking it up, people giving us five stars. Thank you. Or we will continue to make the show worse and worse until you actually do hate it. All right, you'll be hearing from us.
Your art 